Welcome to the Mothers You Know podcast. Thank you for being here. This is a place where we as women remember the spirit God gave us. We know how much we matter and we believe all things are possible to them that believe on this Savior Jesus Christ. Here at Mothers You Know, we support the parents of young men in the Sons of Helaman and young women in the Daughters of Light programs at Life Changing Services. These programs provide therapeutic and mentoring services for youth struggling with depression, anxiety, self-harm, pornography, and any other unwanted or difficult behaviors. We offer parent support, training, and resources for mothers and fathers seeking the best way to support their loved one. Any mother is welcome to join in the Mothers Who Know classes support and training. You do not need to have a child in life-changing services to join in. We hope you'll join us. I am Karen Broadhead. I serve as the director of Mothers You Know, and I serve as the parent support specialist at Life-Changing Services. I invite you to join with me and other mothers from across the country in our Warrior Mothers Who Know online support and training group held every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. If you have a child struggling with pornography, depression, anxiety, or other difficult behaviors, you will find a safe and uplifting place to learn from other moms and learn principles and strategies to best support your loved one. Please go to MothersWhoKnow.org to find the online meeting details. We talk about difficult things here with the intent to shine light in dark corners and to eliminate isolation and shame. We are mothers with warrior hearts who are raising the warriors of this generation. We know we must learn to fight well for ourselves first. Then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. Welcome. I'm so thrilled today to talk to you about something so important. Something that I think if you're a woman you would be considering what you were like when you were 12, 13, 14, 15, clear to 18, and then that little season where you're like, I wonder who I should marry. I wonder what I should do. And then you start into this new season of now I'm a young married person. Anyway, this podcast is for you. If you're the girl who thought, man, if I'd only known that, Man, if, I, if I'd only thought of that, that would have helped me so much if, I felt, if I'd only known that. So I just want you to know I'm that girl. I am that girl. And so it's been so wonderful in my 54 years to think, I know some stuff. There's still a lot of stuff I need to know. And just in my pre-meeting with these sisters, Hallie and Amy, that are here today that I'm going to introduce you to here in just a second, it has been so obvious to me, I'm going to take your class. I want to take that. I want to figure this out because I think some of my wisdom at 54 years old would be also increased just by learning the things I didn't learn clear back 40, 30, whatever years ago, right? So anyway, so useful. So Amy Woolsey and Hallie Roderick are here today because they're so passionate about sharing with women what they feel so strongly about because 
They serve from a place that comes from their heart, from a cause, from a why. And so today they're coming to tell us about two really important programs that stem from our WORTH group in Life-Changing Services. And the WORTH group, what does it stand for again, girls? Everybody Women, say of, re women of Rebirth Therapeutic Healing. Women of Rebirth Therapeutic Healing. And the WORTH group is for women who are experiencing betrayal trauma from their husband's sexual misbehavior, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I love WORTH women. I love the women that I'm getting to know in the WORTH group that are just the women's programs are connecting more and it's fun. And I like that so much. It's such a good dynamic so we can get to know each other. And so I want you mothers to know what they're doing because I want you to tell your daughters about what they're doing. And I'm feeling pretty strongly about this. And if you know me well, then you're like, yeah, she's getting that emotional voice. That's what she does. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like strongly about this, that you women know about these resources for your daughters. So, Hallie and Amy, why um, are you here together? We're the dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like you said, we're really passionate about these groups that we're leading. And so I won't completely speak for Hallie, but I, having worked with her, I know that we both have a soft place in our heart for these young women and want to empower them and help them become the most amazing, strong, independent women and we really feel strongly that these programs help implement that, help give them that, that kickstart to a beautiful life with both 50% negative and 50% positive. But with these tools, I believe that they will be able to, to do hard things. Oh, you have to repeat yourself when you said something about negative and positive. What did you say? I said that they will be able to do the 50% positive and the 50% negative of life either way. Because I believe that with these tools, they will be able to do hard things. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, Hallie, what are the name of these programs we're talking about today? So, we're talking about our programs called Teen Worth and Worth YSA. And I think we're here together because they kind of complement each other and build on each other in a sense. So, the Teen Worth is kind of a precursor to give them a solid foundation as they work their way to that YSA stage of life. And then YSA helps give them even further tools and knowledge as they are navigating the dating world at that time in their life. Yeah, and our world really does require a little more emotional intelligence. Like I would say a lot more emotional intelligence for those seasons of life because the world our daughters are growing up, up in and what they're navigating in their teen years and YSA years is so much different than what we were navigating. It takes a lot of emotional courage and skills to create that courage and stay in your identity, right? Yes. So, mm -hmm. so Hallie, you run the teen, T-E-E-N, not T-E-A-M, okay. teen worth, and Amy, you run 
YSA Worth. Yes. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, since you run the younger group, Hallie, tell us about Teen Worth, and then we're coming to you, Amy, with the YSA. Okay, Teen Worth is designed for young women ages 12 to 18 who are just trying to navigate life in those teenage years. One of our main purposes in Teen Worth is to try and help them get really clear on their power and identity as a daughter of God. We want them to know who they are. When they are faced with difficult challenges or temptations in life, we want them to have a very clear understanding of who they are. And along with that goes learning how to understand and set healthy boundaries for themselves, personal healthy boundaries. So we talk about boundaries. As a teenager, we're kind of full of hormones. And so we give them some tools to help them honor their emotions while still maintaining their dignity. We really want to give them the confidence to trust their own intuition. When the spirit is speaking to them, we want them to recognize it for what it is. We want them to know when the adversary is tormenting them. And we want them to be um, really clear on how the spirit speaks to them. So we teach them about that and give them things to work on in that area. A lot of times there's shame involved as a teenager. So we talk about shame and having self-compassion. And then we talk about navigating this porn-filled world that we're, they're growing up in and how important it is to find their healthy tribe of young women that they hang around with and surround themselves with healthy adults that can help them along their journey as they're trying to just make their way in life as a teenager. We want to create a safe place for them. I want them to come and feel like they can connect with other girls from all over the country who are like-minded and wanting the same things and to have a safe place as another trusted adult where they can ask questions that maybe they're not comfortable asking anywhere else. And so that's kind of the gist of teen worth and what it's all about. And do you have older and younger girls together? Like it's from 12 to 18 or is it a, no, we split at this age. Yeah, right now we do have them all combined. We have considered splitting them up. But what I'm finding is the dynamic of having some of those older girls who are a little more experienced in life, they've really kind of reached down and, in a sense, connect with those younger girls in a way and kind of help them, are kind of examples to them. So even though they're all still learning the same tools, those older girls really have been accepting of those younger girls and I know for me, if I, as I think back to that time in my life when I was 12 and 13, I really looked up to the older girls that I went to church with and, and admired. And so for right now, we have them combined. That doesn't mean in the future that won't change, but currently they are all combined. That's excellent. I think there is power in having this, the stretch there. It's so, working so far. So Yeah. And Tell me what you've noticed is working. Like, what are some of the things you've seen as you consider some of the young women that have been in teen worth? What have you seen? Like, this young woman came in, and this is where she was at, and this is what I noticed that was something that helped her, assisted her, changed in her. What did you notice? Well, when they first start in teen worth, a lot of times they don't really know what to expect. And sometimes their mom just said, you're taking this class and this will be good for you. And so they don't really know what to expect. And so sometimes they're nervous and they're quiet. 
And it's fun to watch over a couple of a period of a couple of weeks as they go home and they work on the things that we, I challenge them to do each week as they do that. And they come back with insights in their personal life. We had a situation we were talking about boundaries and one of the girls came back and said, you know what? I'd never even noticed this, but after I reviewed my bill of rights, I realized that I needed a boundary in this area. And so I had a discussion with some family members and, and set a boundary and I feel so much more empowered. She said one of the Bill of Rights that was kind of crossed was that she had the right to learn and grow at her own pace. And so she had a discussion with her family members and just came to the conclusion that, you know what, where I'm at right now is okay. I'm still learning and I'm growing. And if I haven't figured it all out right now, it's okay. And there's power in that to watch a young woman honor herself for where she is and feel comfortable in her own skin and not expect perfection right now. And just understand that growth is a prog It's a progress growing up is doesn't happen overnight and it's okay if we don't get it right all the time, as long as we keep learning and trying and starting over again. Yeah. So good. And that gives me goosebumps thinking of these girls at this age, learning how to communicate that in such a healthy way. I love it. I love boundaries. Yeah. And so a lot of moms are thinking, okay, what do you mean by boundaries? How do you teach them a boundary? And some moms are thinking a bill of rights. I think that's one of the things as a mom, like if you've been through a, a big old mess and you just think any information would have helped me, just go take that class. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're the mom that's like super protective and you really want to trust where you're sending your child, you would kind of be like, mm, what are you teaching them over there? What are you going to say to them? And so that actually comes up because there was a girl that said, well, what if my mom and dad don't like my friends and I want to hang out with people that my parents don't want me to. And I was like, okay, let's talk about that boundary because you do still live under your parents' roof. And so you do still have rules and things. And so I went back to like, okay, let's talk about your own personal boundaries because you can't avoid all tempting situations or challenging situations. So let's go back to your personal boundaries and who are you? What are the most important things to you? And where are you going to draw the line in the sand when those choices are faced, when you're faced with choices, where are you going to draw the line in the sand? So that's kind of the approach we have with boundaries with girls is okay. If I'm in a group of friends, and somebody's doing something that I don't approve of, or I'm with a boy and he wants me to do something I'm not comfortable with, I have a personal right to say, no, this is my body and this is my life. And I have a right to say, not going to participate in that and remove themselves from the situation. So that's kind of the approach I take with boundaries is helping them get really clear on who am I and where is my line in the sand? What am I going to draw? Where am I going to draw that line? That's so wonderful. And so a bill of rights I'm assuming is coming up with what do you have the right to do? What's allowed for you? Cause I do think it's, it is a tricky spot. Cause you're like, I just do what my mom and dad tell me to do. And I just, there's some things I hate that they tell me to do and some things I like that they tell me to do. But what I just really want is to do whatever I want. So what you just shared, does it also kind of cover the Bill of Rights, or is that something different than what you just shared? The Bill of Rights go hand in hand with healthy boundaries. So whenever I work with somebody to help them set some healthy boundaries, I start with a Bill of Rights. I have them come up with like 
what are my rights as a daughter of God? So I have the right not to take responsibility for other people's behaviors or feelings or problems, because sometimes we feel like we need to fix everything and we can't. I have a right to expect respect from other people. I have the right to, to be respected. I have the right to care for my own emotional and physical well-being. So if they want to read the scriptures, but nobody else in their family does, they have a right to do it. If they want to take care of their body and exercise and be healthy and eat healthy, they have a right to do that on their own, regardless of waiting for anybody else to do it. So that's some examples of personal bill of rights mm-hmm. might sound like for a teenager. I have a right to be me. I have a right to say no without feeling guilty. I have a right to say yes without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. So that's just a few examples of things that a young woman might include on her bill of rights. Yeah, so good. And you mentioned emotions and self-compassion. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so you know when we, especially when it involves another person that we love and we have conflict, it's easy for our emotions to rise really, like start to boil really quick. And oftentimes as a teenager, we're so full of hormones and we lash out and don't even think about it we kind of lose our dignity without even thinking about it. And so we, we give the girls some tools of, about how to manage their emotions and to be in control of them themselves without blaming anyone else, taking that on for themselves. That's kind of where that I have a right to not take responsibility for other people's behaviors or feelings or problems comes from. So to kind of separate ourselves from other things that might be going on around us so we teach them about what the enemy sounds like when the enemy's voice is speaking to them and how he plays on those emotions and tries to tempt us to say things or act in ways that we might regret later. Does that help give you an idea of how we talk about honoring our emotions and maintaining our dignity? Mm -hmm. Um, Self-compassion, it's so easy in this world to look around and feel like we have to be perfect. And they're faced with so much in the media and on social media and they compare themselves and most of those things that they're comparing themselves aren't even real you know they're not even they're not even real (laughs) and so we try to help them understand how to accept themselves for just right how they are that however you are is exactly how god created you and it is enough and so having some compassion for yourself and just learning to love yourself for who and what you are right where you're at today. Ah, see, I told you people listening out there. Doesn't that sound amazing? That really I tell you, I'll tell you, Karen, where the birthplace of both of these classes came from was other women. You know, that woman you were saying, that's me at the beginning in your intro. That is most of us in the worth group. And as I've over the last year or two been doing all the intakes for worth, that was the theme that came up that, you know, there are so many tools that we wish we would have had, so much knowledge and understanding that we wish we would have had 5, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And so as we talked about it as a worth team, we realized there was a need for classes like this so that we can try to help change future generations. Maybe we're not going to save the world, but we might help one family or one person. And so that's kind of the birthplace of both of these classes, the Teen Worth and the Worth YSA class are to try and empower the next generation to do better than what we did to gain some healthy tools and understanding 
as they progress through life and go on and get married and have relationships and have relationship struggles to just have some better tools than what a lot of the rest of us had when we first got married. Yeah, totally. Like just going in like, I have really no idea what this is going to look like or exactly what I'm supposed to be in it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to show up and it's all just going to iron itself right out while I unfold it. Yep. And then you're like, oh, nobody told me about that or this or how I should be in that and what I should do about that. And now that I'm an adult, I don't know if I'm supposed to say, I don't think I'm doing this right. I don't think this is going right. You know, so you sit in it and you get Mm -hmm. deeper in it. Yeah. There's so much value to just being armed with your identity. And like you said, just being able to say in my identity as a daughter of God, I get to decide what's okay with me and what's not okay with me. The things that I value because I am Heavenly Father's daughter and how I care for myself on the inside so I can show up on the outside of me in a better way. And also not expect to show up in a marriage relationship and have somebody else complete you, but to show up as two complete and whole people which then have a much better chance of having a a whole and healthy relationship than showing up expecting and hoping that somebody else is going to fill some gaps for you that you know you have or that maybe you don't even know that you have, you know, but expecting somebody else to make you happy, but learning to live in your truth and with confidence on your own two feet without expecting him to, to fulfill that, that for you. Yeah. So awesome. Okay, I'm coming back to you. How will you be thinking about anything else you want to say? Amy, tell us about the YSA worth. How did that get started? And what would you say about why would I want my daughter to know about that? Yeah, so worth YSA, when I first started talking to Alana, and she mentioned that this is something that the Worth program was considering, and I had actually had s- several thoughts prompted by the Spirit. I didn't know exactly how this was all going to play out. I just really had a strong desire and feeling to build these women up, these women who are dating, because like you both have said, I mean, I too w- wish I would have known and been taught these things. And anyways, I, I definitely feel like that was led by the spirit and 100% that the spirit was involved in writing the course. And it was, it's been incredible to see how it's now playing out. Anyways, so worth YSA is for women who are single 18 and up. Most of them have dating experience. We've got some that are actually dating or even engaged, which is welcome to, to men who are working their own personal recovery and pornography addiction. I have some girls who haven't even dated yet, and they just are trying to navigate what that is going to look like. They're trying to empower themselves and prepare themselves because they do have a fear of the dating world because pornography is so pervasive now. Some of them know about this and have a fear because they've experienced this with their father's addiction and seeing how this has affected their family. And so we kind of have a lot of different women in different situations, but ultimately what 
they are getting is not only education on what pornography is, because there's a lot of miscommunication about what it even is. So we talk about that, what addiction looks like, how it affects the brain. So really educating them on this subject so that they know how to have this conversation. They know what it is rather than just hearing it's bad, avoid it. Right. And we want, I want them to know what it really is. I mean, these are future mothers, right. Who are going to be teaching their children. So I love that thought that they need to know so that they can now help teach their children one day. Anyway, so we talk about that. We talk about how that conversation, how to have that conversation when they're dating with dating somebody, how to bring it up, how, what to look for when they ask that question, when they ask the person they're dating, what their experience with pornography is and how they feel about it. And we go over what healthy relationships look like versus unhealthy. So we talk about recognizing red flags so that they can be aware of things that they might not want to get themselves involved with. We also talk about healthy intimacy. It's one of my favorite topics is talking about the different levels of intimacy. Most of us and most women, when I ask them what they think of when they hear the word intimacy and they think that it is about sex, that sexual intimacy is what connects a couple. And it's far from the truth. It begins way, 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 way down to the beginning. And that is verbal. So you have verbal intimacy, cognitive intimacy, emotional, spiritual, psychological, these different levels. We talk about what they are, how they look, how they look in a dating relationship, how they'll look in a marriage, what they can look for when they're having a cognitive experience with the boy they're dating and they're sharing ideas and what to look for and how the boy responds. Just noticing, knowing what that is supposed to look like in a healthy brain helps them to feel empowered, helps them to know that they will be able to identify the red flags. I think that when we're knowledgeable about all these things, then the spirit can help us. When we know more, the spirit then can bring that awareness to the forefront of our minds. So even if they don't remember anything that they've learned, both from Hallie's and my class, I believe 100% that because they invested in themselves, they took time to learn, even though they might not remember everything, but when they're in that situation where the spirit needs to communicate to them that this is a red flag, that knowledge will be brought to the forefront of their mind. Mm -hmm. And and vice versa, when they are wondering if this is healthy, the spirit will confirm because they will remember what they know about healthy. So I think that both of these classes, giving these women knowledge, empowering them so that they can have access to more choices and access to more promptings and warnings from the spirit. We kind of build on what Hallie's teaching with boundaries. So we apply that to more of boundaries during dating and even boundaries, a little bit in boundaries in marriage, but boundaries during dating. And like you guys were talking about in bill of rights, you know, so those, those bill of rights kind of change a little bit, the older that they are, we talk about how they have the right to be wrong. They have the right to change their mind 
So for example, how this would apply to women in dating is if a guy asks them out and they say yes, and then all of a sudden the spirit works on them and they're feeling that sick feeling or that uncomfortable and they're, they're like, oh shoot, I'm just not feeling good about this. But they feel like they have to go on the date anyways because they said yes. I love this bill of right. You have the right to change your mind. So you can say no. Women in general have a really hard time with this thought that we might, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings, right? So many of us are kind and we don't want to hurt people's feelings, but yet we're more than, you know, comfortable hurting our own Mm -hmm. and breaking our own boundaries. So I think capitalizing off of what Hallie's teaching and then helping them see how this applies to them in this new stage of life and dating is so empowering and powerful. We also capitalize on what she talked about with codependency. So learning now what that might look like in a dating experience, you know, they're a little bit more invested. They have stronger emotions and now they're thinking of marriage. And so it's really easy for women to become codependent in this stage. So we talk a lot about that. One of my favorite aspects is not only the education part, but we end each class with what we call Awaken Your Warrior. And I wanted to make sure that these women left with that sense of strength and knowledge to become a healthy, independent woman themselves. And so we end each one with a topic like how to process negative emotions in a healthy way. We talk about how you are 100% of worth and value as you are and nothing you do or don't do changes that. And we talk about what that looks like and feels like. And then we talk about packing your wagon, which is a term a lot of women who are in the worth program have heard, which basically is just how are you preparing to be a healthy, independent woman that doesn't go into a relationship thinking that, well, I don't need this tool or skill because I'll just get married and he can provide that. That's a codependent mindset. So we help empower them to create their own pack their wagon list, dreams, goals, things that they want to accomplish for themselves so that they're prepared for no matter what happens in their life. That's definitely something I wish I had taken more time to do (laughs) is prepare that way for myself to this day. I have, I mean, I have my own pack wagon list and I'm married. But it's something that I'm always working on. What, what goals? What makes me healthy and independent so that I can have a healthy interdependent relationship? And so we're preparing them for this healthy interdependent relationship. So anyways, Bill of Rights. So we incorporate all of that into I have a right to my own education, right? So all of these beautiful things we teach. I think one of the biggest concerns I get, and I think what moms probably would wonder about is, I don't want to create fear in my daughter. I don't want her to fear that every man is addicted to porn. I don't want her to fear that, you know, that she's now going to get herself into an unhealthy relationship. So that's been something that's been addressed as a concern. And I think my answer to that, and I would love to hear even Hallie's answer too, but my answer to that is the more knowledge you have, the more you can make choices and Hallie and I both, I know, say to this to our girls, like neither one of us would ever tell a woman that she can't do hard things. These women, even at 12 and 13, like they're incredible, incredibly strong. 
So we would never tell them that they can't do hard things. But what we want for them is to know what hard looks like so that they are going in with eyes wide open so that they know what they're getting into. They know. And rather than, you know, what all three of us here said, like we didn't know. (laughs) And maybe if we knew, we still would have chose hard. And that is awesome. Now, now we, we have more knowledge, more tools, more skills, but I think that's something that I would want everyone to know is that this is not a fear driven or fear based course. This is quite the opposite. So the other thing that I would add on that, and I've heard Amy address this multiple times is that people who struggle with an addiction are worthy of love. And we're not here to tell you that you shouldn't marry someone that struggles with an addiction. We just want you to know with your eyes wide open, to be able to make an empowered decision and have some education so that when, if, if things come up after you get married, that you will be prepared for it and you'll have better tools and be able to, to handle those situations that come up. So we're very careful to, because I, I have sons. I mean, I love my sons and I, I know every young man or man that struggles with an addiction is worthy of love. And so we're very careful about making sure that that's not the message that we give in either of these classes, either people that have an addiction struggle with an addiction are worthy of love. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. 100%. Yeah. That's excellent. Cause it is something that needs to be addressed. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this mother's, you know, podcast channel, you're probably aware of, how pornography affects families and how easily it is in the world that we live in for pornography to affect, to affect our children, girls and boys. And I think it's so valuable to say it's not the pornography. That's the red flag. If someone's been involved in or caught in the trap of pornography, it's being able to identify are they an interdependent person? Do they take 100% responsibility for their training and their health and who they are and know where they're going and what they can do despite how pornography and the world that we live in has affected or wounded us, right? Because that's really when you consider this season of life for these young men and young women, right? they have all been so affected by this plague and what they're dealing with as they interact and connect with each other is this space of overcoming this place of shame to talk about this uh, vulnerability to address it, to really go there and to have the confidence to know like really part of the confidence in going there is understanding what you just said, Hallie, is understanding that all people are worthy of love, no matter their wounds. But I want to love me in a healthy way and understand what that looks like. And I want to love you in a super healthy way. But that isn't dependent. No, it's me knowing how to own my stuff and how it's affected me, and how to defend myself from those things. So I'm protecting you 
and protecting what I value and what I love. And what does a, a guy, since this class is for young women, because I realize that girls also get caught in pornography as well, but what does it look like when a guy is in that healthy place? Because I've actually told my daughter several times, I really, really would love it if you would just marry someone with the Sons of Human General's ring. That would make me so happy if you would do that because I know that boy has been trained well. And I also know that that boy knows how to fight hard. And I know he's been given this heightened level of respect for presiding, providing, and protecting. And that he's learned to know my identity and worth isn't connected to the fact that I've been caught in this addiction, in this pornography trap. My identity and worth has everything to do with the man that I am that knows how to get out of a pit and be the champion of my life and then how to stay in that recovery place. So that is so attractive. Yeah, I love too, the, one of the things that the Worth YSA class does in particular is it teaches them how to have the conversation. And we have to bring this out into the light. We cannot keep just tiptoeing around it and acting like it isn't there and then expecting nothing to relationships and things to be affected going forward. So Amy, I think you should talk to him a little bit about what it's like when there is a girl that's dating someone in either the Menomoroni YSA or the Sons of Helaman that is gaining those tools. And what is that? How is how does that affect them when they're both learning some good, healthy tools? And what is what's the benefit of that? Yeah, and I was actually going to say I've talked to Maurice about this with Karen when you were talking. I just got goosebumps because he and I both just have this. We talked about how it would be so cool if. <laughs> All of these men who are learning these tools and like you said, how to fight. And then we have all of these women who are taking, you know, teen worth and worth YSA and learning how to fight too and combining their knowledge. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. what an incredible generation. And it would be, it would be amazing if we could get everyone to, <laughs> to learn these things and take these, these courses. So yes, I think. Oh, golly, Hallie, I am so passionate about this. I, I think we do got to get over this. Pornography is coming to us now. And, and statistically speaking, and I, you guys have all listening who probably know these statistics, but 100% of males who graduate from high school have been exposed to pornography. We no longer, you know, if you go on life-changing services and you look at how Maurice has things laid out, there is no such thing as never seeing pornography anymore. It's almost never. That's where it starts. So We've got to recognize truth in, in this area first and foremost and, and not shy away from it, avoid or, or resist, which is what we typically want to do, because I think that's the first step to eliminating shame that accompanies this topic, that so many people avoid the conversation because of that. So yes, having these young adults who are dating be able to have this healthy conversation surrounding pornography is key. So how I teach the young women, and I offer a couple ideas, but one of my favorite ideas and why we also teach levels of intimacy is because this conversation, I encourage them to have fairly early on in dating. This isn't something you wait to have when you're engaged. You don't date for six months a year and then you're engaged. And now all of a sudden you're bringing it up 
hey, what's your experience, you know, and, and thoughts about pornography? This is something that you talk about on the like fourth or fifth date for your, you know, seriously attached. <laughs> A lot of women get emotionally attached quickly. So we want to just know right away how this looks and how it will look in our, in our relationship. I think a great way to bring this up is let the guy you're dating know that this is a topic that you are very passionate about. You want to have this conversation. Can we please, next time we go out, I'd like to know your thoughts and your experience with the topic of pornography. Most men will want to just say, oh, I can talk about it now. I can talk about it now. I encourage them to wait so that it does allow the boy to have time to think about how he wants to have that conversation. I had one girl say, well, what if he doesn't show up on the next date? And I said, and, (laughs) (laughs) and she's like, oh yeah. (laughs) So I think that it's a great idea, but we talk about in more detail what that looks like and then how a healthy response would be and what an unhealthy response looks like. It doesn't mean you run, but it definitely means that you get more curious and you ask more questions. And so anyways, I think that's probably one of the most anticipated, I think, lessons that the girls have when they come into the class are like, when is that lesson? <laughs> we do not start off with it, but that I think is one of the most highly anticipated because they just want to know. You want to know how to talk about it. That's awesome. And so you can also discuss, this is what a healthy guy looks like when he's approaching that conversation with you or maybe he doesn't have all the skills and you know stellar emotional tools of all of the man who's in his 50s he's just a young guy right yeah you gotta give way for clumsiness as Marissa right, totally. like eight, eight, you know there there's gonna be some clumsy responses that's way different yeah. than than red flag and unhealthy yes And we have a lot of women, like I mentioned, who are engaged or dating someone who is in the Sons of Helaman or Menomorone program. And that's been such a blessing as they've been able to share with the group. Yeah, I've had this conversation and because he's learned these tools, here's how he answers. Here's how he responds to hard conversations. That's been really awesome to see what those men are learning and how it's um, manifesting in these women. And so that's been a, a bonus. Yeah, for sure. That's so good. One of the things that comes to my mind is just this dynamic of if I'm a mom and I'm considering worth YSA, what I would want, especially if I'm a mom who has had a child who's been caught in pornography, I would, especially if I know how hard they fought and that they fought to be in a healthy place, I would want to know that because I would totally understand that women who have experience with the fallout of, I wish I would have known that. And now all these years later, this is what I've learned. I just think it's so healthy to highlight in this podcast with you gals. How do women in betrayal trauma approach teaching young women and YSA age women, how to healthily and positively hope. There's hope. There's hope. I can see women listening to this thinking, I do not want 
my girls to, like you said, be afraid, but also feel like, you know what, get ready, you know, get ready. The, the hammer's coming. Do you know I mean, I, I wouldn't want them to feel like that. I'd want them to feel like the atonement of Jesus Christ is real and hope is even more real because of that. So how do you portray that message? Yeah, I, I love that you brought that up. I think my first thought that comes to mind is that, yes, there is hope in the atonement is real. I think if there's a woman who has experienced this trauma in her life already with like her father, it's very important for her to process that trauma and mm-hmm. work on healing from that first. There are young women who have had that happen and they still need help figuring out how that has affected them and allowing themselves to process those emotions in a healthy way. And I think that that's where therapy and coaching one-on-one is extremely beneficial. Yeah. Because you don't want them to carry the fear of what they've seen their mom go through into a relationship. And that's very typical. So if they, if they can do a lot of that healing and work on, on that trauma, what I, I would do whatever it takes to get them that one-on-one help to process that. And then trying to remember your next, your other question oh, <laughs> about yeah. how my mind just totally went blank. What else did you want to know? I'm so sorry. Well, you know what? Maybe your mind went blank because, <laughs> because I'm thinking even women who have been in betrayal trauma, if they haven't had the healing, right? If they haven't learned things, but they just thought, we're good, or I'm going to keep pressing forward, you know, that kind of thing. And it's easier just to avoid it than to approach it. There's lots of that that goes on because we're all just trying to do our best in all of the stuff we're carrying. And so there's a lot of things that go missed, a lot of healing that isn't done. And so I do think there is some dynamics going where young women are wondering if there, there is a lot of hope in becoming a mommy becoming a wife. Do you know what I mean? Is there a lot of hope in that? Or is that a really scary arena? Because no, absolutely. Sorry. I, absolutely. Yeah. And I, again, yeah. I love that you're bringing this up. And now I remember what I was going to say, because this is really important. I think that women who have gone through this and are afraid of the future and what that might look like for them, I would offer this thought. And that is if you educate yourself, to the best of your ability, you take opportunities like these courses that Hallie and I have and any other opportunities, whatever that looks like for you, then I think that you can have enough confidence in what you know. I would say that you have enough tools, you have enough knowledge, and you are enough to navigate this. I would offer them the thought that they are an expert in what they know. They're an expert in what they've experienced and what they know. And if they go forward with that confidence, then they will do exactly what they're supposed to do. Life will unfold exactly how it's supposed to for them if they are always coming from that place of action and power with the knowledge that they have. That's excellent because taking a YSA worth group or a teen worth group isn't going to prevent all your hard things in your life it's preparing you for how to stand in your truth in those hard things 
Can I just address one other thing that you, you kind of started out that question is how would a mom that has gone through betrayal trauma teach her daughter some of these things? And I, as you were talking about that, my thought was that the best thing the mom can do that is struggling with betrayal trauma is to get the help for herself, to learn the tools for herself so she can lead by example. But sometimes we need somebody else on our team. We need somebody else that isn't us teaching our kids some of the tools that maybe they're not going to listen to from a mom. And so I think the best thing the mom could do is to make sure that she's getting the support that she needs and learning the tools that she needs to heal from the betrayal trauma herself. And then if you feel so, sometimes get somebody else on your team. I know I can, I can't even count how many people that have been on the team as I've raised my kids and how grateful I am for the things that my kids have learned from somebody else's feet and how, I could teach them the same thing and they're not going to hear it from me. But when they learn it from another trusted adult who I trust as well, man, I'm so grateful for those people in my kids' life who have taught them things that they wouldn't, they wouldn't hear from me. I love that. Oh, and I'm so grateful for you gals because yeah, that's what you're providing. You're providing a voice of experience and wisdom, but also a voice of, I have some personal assurance that I, I can be trusted in this spot because I have really worked on and experienced a lot of personal healing. And I think if you're a woman and you have been through situations where I need some healing, that's the tools that you gain in that spot is something that you use over and over again because the adversary's good at what he does, trying to press on the scars, right? So you know, I have these tools, I know how to, how to use them and to stay in a place that's healthy and, and fully me in a divine way. But I just think one thing that I, that I just want to hit is, is it okay for a mom if she's wondering, is this a good fit for my daughter? Or, dang, I just really want my YSA daughter who's really navigating this dating world of I'm getting serious and I'm dating guys that are serious about getting serious, right? What would I go listen to that would help me to hear more about what that sounds like about what you do? And could I set up an appointment with you to just talk to you about my daughter and taking your class? Absolutely. So I did a podcast that is on the Healing with Worth podcast and it's titled YSA. And so there's a little bit more information on that as well, but absolutely you can get a hold of me um, on the life-changing services um, under what is it under like mentors, Hallie? Yeah, I think it's mentors under and coaches. coaches. Yeah. You can find me under there as well and contact me and I'd be, I'd be happy to talk with you more about that and maybe specifically your daughter's situation and address your concerns. I'm happy to talk about any concerns that you have. Something you said made me think too, that take the pornography out of this course. And I still highly recommend this to every woman because it still gives them tools that they will use. Like you said, the rest of their life in their marriage in with their children, in their callings, as they serve other people, it will absolutely bless them. So I just had to throw that out there, but yes, they can absolutely call me anytime. I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because I don't want the people who are listening to this to think this whole course for YSA worth and teen worth is about pornography stuff. 
there's a lesson that highlights how to talk about this with someone. There's a lesson that talks about navigating the world that has so much pornography in it and how do we manage ourselves in that with some good intelligence, right, that serves us to grow and be healthy. But the whole course has so much more to do with personal development and understanding. So, yeah. Hallie, what about you? Same thing. They, I am happy to talk to any mom who has questions about the teen worth. They can find me either on the Coaches and Mentor page at Life Changing Services or on the healingwithworth.org. Under the therapist, there's a list of coaches as well. Amy and I are both there with our contact information. So I'm happy to talk to either of them. I recently also did a podcast on the Healing with Worth podcast where we actually brought in two of the young women who have been in Teen Worth and we interviewed them and it was a powerful episode as well. So you can find that on the Healing with Worth podcast um, where I interviewed with a couple of teens. And same thing, it does not have to, you do not have to have any brush with pornography. I have some young women in the class now that don't have a father or a brother that struggles with pornography, but their moms just really want them to have the empowering tools. And so it's not specifically pornography focused, but more just empowerment and helping them draw closer to God and um, really get clear on their identity and have a close relationship with the Savior so that they can feel empowered to make healthy choices. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy to talk to anyone. Excellent. And you know what? You can't really put a value on what you're offering, the benefit of what you're offering, right? And that's another thing I want these moms to know because moms are always thinking, well, how much does it cost? <laughs> but I also think this, yes. is such, this is such a steal for the value. It's such a wonderful, you know, you're actually like extending a gift to people, right? Mm-hmm. So how much is it to take teen worth or... Why is it worth? And how would someone register? It's $30 a week to take either one of the classes. And I love that you said it's a gift. I would, I, my girls are both past teen and they're both married, but I wish I could go back and give them this gift of these tools and understanding. I would probably pay way more than that for the information that they're getting. So it's $30 a week. They can register. If you go on the healingwithworth.org website and you go under the more tab, You'll find a link right there for both Worth YSA and Teen Worth, and you can register right there. And it's a simple online process. And then Amy or I will be reaching out to you with all the links to get started and answer any questions about it. All right. So it's $30 a week for either class, correct? That's right. Okay. Yeah. And that was super cool, Hallie, because I know your phone was on vibrate when you were talking, but it sounded like you had like the background wrap or something. Like that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Surprised it's the only time it's done that. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, well, I am so grateful for this. And I'm going to try to see if my daughter will just consider, but boy, would I just love it if she'd go for that. So if you any of these moms are actually part of the Worth group on the Worth Facebook page, A couple of months ago, Amy and I did a Facebook Live that they can still go back and view where we interviewed some of the girls that were in the Worth YSA at that time. And so that would be, if you're in Worth, it's a private group, but if you're in Worth and you're on that Facebook group, you can go back and review that as well and listen to that interview. It's actually on the public one too. Oh, good. You can go to the public Worth page and you can find that as well. Awesome. That would be a good idea. And 
one more thought, because I've had this come up, is that some, some women are not comfortable with the idea of doing this in a group setting. That's been mentioned before. Well, she doesn't really want to be with all the other girls, and she's more of an introvert, and that's a little intimidating for her totally understandable, then I would highly recommend getting her one-on-one with me. And I can teach her all of these tools and adapt it more individually to her so that she's still learning the same thing and still having that same empowerment and lessons and even more tailored to her. But that's an option if that is a concern that's come up. And I know Holly would do the same with younger girls too. If you're a mom that's been listening to this, just like I mentioned at the beginning when I said, you know, I'm going to take your class. That's just so great. But yeah, both Callie and Amy are coaches. And so, yeah, even if you're just thinking, maybe I'll set up some appointments with them just to do some coaching and then get a feel for if I would love for you to hang out with my daughter, because that's a great way for moms to do that too. Right. Absolutely. Totally. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for being here, everybody, and listening. I hope you'll go get more information about this. So valuable. Such a help for the world that we live in with our daughters. Thank you for being with us today, Warrior Moms. I invite you to make a donation at the top of our website, mothersyouknow.org. Any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers Who Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Do They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. The Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSA young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests, and... The Clark and Linda Show, a courageous couple that shares their journey of pornography addiction and how that affected their marriage and family. You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under MothersYouKnow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know and on Instagram, username at Mothers underscore Who Know. Last, if you would like additional support and training, Please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week mom power training class for all moms. You can also go to the Mothers You Know website at mothersyouknow.org or our parent company, Life Changing Services, at lifechangingservices.org to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones. And by the way, if you do enroll in a program, use our promo code M. WK on the enrollment form to get $25 off a Sense of Human intake session. Thank you so much for listening today. Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at mothersyouknow at lifechangingservices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.